There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know how this goes. As a wrestling fan, we can never be happy. We give ourselves a few weeks here and there, but otherwise we are looking for things to make us mad. We're all very, very strange. There are some things that do come and go from the world of predetermined grappling, however, that can be quite sad, which is exactly what we're going to talk about today. So I am Simon for What Culture. Please do subscribe. And these are nine things AEW stopped doing that we really want to see again. Number nine, the organized chaos. Given what we do know about wrestling, why wouldn't you go out of your way to ensure some individuals have your back? Because if you don't, you're going to get your ass whooped. Because of this, though, all elite wrestling has fallen into a habit of post-match beatdowns. Unless you are a loner, which few are, you will be saved by those you've associated yourself with, as that's the whole point. There's nothing wrong with this either, but it's like anything. If you do it too much, you cross the line. This wasn't always the way, though, as way back in 2019, Tony Khan would measure it a bit differently. Take when Hangman Adam Page defeated Sammy Guevara on Dynamite. The Cowboy just won to establish himself as a threat to the main event scene, leaving the inner circle to enhance their feud with the Elite later on during a contract signing. So they still got their revenge, it just wasn't directly after the match, which also ties into number 8, realistic run-ins. In all walks of wrestling, you are going to get run-ins, be it due to a pal coming out to help a buddy, or a super good guy arriving to try and smack a villain in the face. If they just leg it out there, it does make sense, but that's not what we do, is it? Instead, we hit their entrance music and make sure to milk it for all it's worth. Now again, I do love this, but is it realistic? Of course not. It didn't last long in AEW, but in those early days, it did seem to be something they were fighting against. Again, though, it's important to be realistic, but do you know what's better? Having a whale of a time. Number seven, ending a program. Do you remember when Cody Rhodes challenged Chris Jericho for the AEW world title and didn't win? We drew a line under that story and we moved on. It was the same when the Young Bucks defeated FTR or when Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega broke up. We had a very distinct arc that had a start, a middle, and an end. Lately, however, this has been a bit more wishy-washy. It likely comes down to the fact All Elite Wrestling is trying to balance so much, but the likes of Shida vs. Deeb, Dante Martin vs. Team Taz, and pretty much everyone who has tangled with Andromeda 
Andrade hasn't got much finality at all. In fact, a lot of these feuds just stopped and nobody knows why. Malachi Black has kind of fallen into this hole too, and while it hasn't stopped anyone I've mentioned from growing as a performer, sometimes you just want a full stop so the tale can be wrapped up in a nice little package. And that doesn't mean you have to go the other way either and run things into the ground, but an ending is important. Otherwise, you're just left wondering, like Shaq, for example. And if you know where he went, please let me know. Number 6L, pop for anything. Apparently, it doesn't matter that All Elite Wrestling has crazy hot crowds because, yes, they'll react to anything. And just to summarize, isn't that the whole point? No matter what three initials are above the door, you should be aiming to cultivate an atmosphere where every single person in attendance wants to make a lot of noise. It makes any event ten times more fun. If we are being honest, though, this run of white-hot love may be over. It is just the nature of the beast, but as AEW grows, fans are becoming less likely to just cheer because it's cool to cheer, with a few dynamites quite noticeably having more subdued audiences than we're used to. A big reason for this could be the fact that taping schedule is far more intense as we try and record our flagship Wednesday show, as well as Dark Elevation and Rampage. Given that the main event for the latter can sometimes be happening after almost three hours of grappling, it's no wonder some folk may be tired as a long-ass day. I'm not really sure what the solution would be because this is done to cut costs that always has to come first. Number five, the opening match. I'm starting to sound like a broken record now, but yet again, I do see the upside. While having a banger of a fight to start every dynamite is always really cool, you do need to spice the format up here and there, otherwise you run the risk of falling into a pattern. This is why the likes of CM Punk and Adam Cole have gone full-on sports entertainment here and there and kicked things off with an opening promo, and look, with Punk it tied into the MGF feud and that thing was gold. With that said, we have seen that for the last 20 years. So an age W began putting wrestling at the front of his wrestling show, fans obviously ate it up, because why wouldn't we? No matter what, this is what we tune in for. It also gives you a proper adrenaline rush that gets you pumped up for the rest of the show, and it's definitely something all elite wrestling should keep more often than not. Credits roll, the entrance music hits, away we go. And you're always going to get raw comparisons when you do do somebody grabbing a microphone, and no, that's not fair, but nobody said it would be. Number four, all-star matches. I'm pretty sure if Tony Khan had kept doing this, it would have blown up in his face, but man, did AEW like giving pay-per-view worthy matches away on TV? But it did plant the seeds for the inevitable. Expectation levels went through the roof and then wobbled when it wavered. The replacement to this was taking a proper star and putting them against a young up-and-comer or a veteran that could withstand a loss, and that simply was never going to be as fun. How could it be? It does serve a purpose, though, and really when we were doing this, AEW was desperate to get their name out there. What better way to do that than with dream fights people had always wanted to see? It is another case of the promotion coming into its own then and getting ready for the long haul, or basically, we've been spoiled. There could be struggles here too, mind. There are so many top-tier talents that you can't beat right now. Eventually, a lot of questions may be asked. Number three, making Rampage distinct from Dynamite. I'm not entirely sure we can judge this just yet as it's too early, but there's definitely been a shift in the thought process. When Rampage kicked off initially, it did feel like a very match-heavy production before finding its feet, where it often go fight, angle, fight, angle, fight, angle the end. For one reason or another, and I would guess that big roster comes into play again, it is now just a barrage of content or as much as we can squeeze into that one hour. It is an absolute blast as you're never bored and never know what's coming but on occasion it can be a little bit too much. I still don't get how they fit in as much as they do within 60 minutes, but sometimes it can feel like we're sacrificing certain stories just to get to the next beat. I still believe Rampage is going to come into its own at some point, especially if Ricky Starks, Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland and Powerhouse Hobbs continue to make it their own. 
Those guys are smashing it. Number two, listening. On the one hand, you have to listen to your audience. If you don't, you will create unrest and a disconnect will begin to form. We have seen that time and time again. On the other side to this, though, is that there are some individuals who definitely should not be listened to. If we did that, the whole format would be scrapped. And never forget why AEW definitely does want to keep that hardcore base. Extending it to welcoming the more casual supporter is equally as important. Without both, you can't grow. Therein lies the reason, though, that not every single thing is being switched just because the audience was vocal, as that mentioned audience has changed. Far more newcomers have found their way along for the ride, and whether you like it or not, their voice also counts too. It's why any TV time All Elite Wrestling can get as vital as they try out new ideas, but it cannot be like it was in 2019. The company is so much bigger. If you want to compare it to your favorite band playing the local bar before finding their way to huge arenas, that would be fair. We're just at another level now, and with that comes great responsibility. Number one, brightening up the audience. And no, I don't mean reading them books or teaching them math. I am talking about the physical act of lighting the crowd up in areas so we can see their beaming faces. It's a ploy AEW utilized so much in the early days to the point it got noticed all the time. It made the whole visual feel fresh too, and actually seeing fans lose their minds was very entertaining. To be fair, Mr. Khan believes that trying to recreate that sporting combat atmosphere is the way to go, and he wouldn't be wrong. I mean, ratings are up at the moment, so it's not like this is proving to be a huge flop and maybe even warner requested it and if they do that nobody has a choice anyway it was a nice friendly touch though that hopefully one day could rear its head again once more ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.